welcome back to Purpose Driven in Christ. This message is entitled, Avoiding Confusion to Maintain Clarity. So I know we've all experienced moments of confusion where our minds are racing and we're just really trying to be in the will of God with our decisions and we find ourselves confused. So in order to avoid confusion, to maintain clarity, we want to be mindful who the author of confusion is and why confusion sets in and how it sets in. So let's start with 1 Corinthians 14.33. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all the churches of the saints. Now, this scripture was initially used in reference regarding a church service that was out of order. People just, they were just kind of speaking out of turn and it was causing confusion. And when we have a lot of distractions and we have a lot of disorder in our lives, we can be in a state of confusion. And sometimes the disorder could just be um, meditating on the wrong things that can cause confusion, like maybe creating idols in your mind. So we're going to sort of break down how this confusion can start. And so one thing is I mentioned distractions. We want to remove distractions. Whatever we find that is taking our time, distracting us from the will of God, we want to bring those things into submission to God, in the order of God. So if it's reordering those things in our lives, that will eliminate distractions. Another thing that can cause us to have confusion is focusing too much on whatever it is. So if you have to make a decision and that's all you can do is think about that decision, and then you can potentially convince yourself that whatever your decision is, that that's, that that's God, it can be in a state of confusion when all of a sudden you don't have peace. You can convince yourself that, okay, this is the direction you want to go, but then there's no peace. So now you're in a state of confusion. And that happens when we make an idol out of things that we have not given over to God. And when we convince ourselves that this is what God wants for us and he has not okayed that, we can become confused if we think so much about it and rehearse it over and over in our minds, we can cause ourselves to covet something that's out of the will of God. And a lot of times when we are not keeping God first in all that we do, that means our decisions, praying, God, is this what you want for me? God, is this your timing? God, would this bear fruit? Would this be purpose-driven? Like, this is how we keep him at the forefront of our decisions and our thoughts so that we don't become confused. 
So we really want to take inventory of how much we're thinking about any given situation. Is it consuming our thoughts more than the love of God? Is it making us idolize whatever it is? If it's a decision, if it's something that you're wanting, just really think about, is it taking the place of God? Because if it is, it's going to be an opportunity to be confused as whether or not that's God or the flesh. So Proverbs 19.21, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. This is so important to just meditate on. If we can renew our minds on that we can have so many plans in life, I mean, we can have a we can have plans for the whole year, you know, plans to do this and do that. But this is what gives us peace, knowing that it's God's plans that prevails. It's it's his purpose for our lives. And we should want that. We should want things canceled as a result of his plans. We shouldn't want to go ahead of him and say, you know what, God? I really had my heart set on this, but yet that's not his plan for you. Like literally he's blocking, he's covering, he's shielding you from something, but yet we want to go ahead with our plans, even though that's not his plan. So when it's his plan, it prevails. There's clarity, there's peace. And that's why we want to get into the place of spending time with him so that we know what his will is, the more specific wills. You know, he gives us the general will of just glorifying him, worshiping him with all our heart, with all our mind, you know, going and um, sharing the great news of Jesus and just, you know, living our lives for him. But then he gives us specific things that he wants us to do on a daily basis in, in assignments and decisions. And these are the areas that can get a little convoluted when we're meditating on the wrong things, when we're distracted from his will. And so this is why it's important to get into a place of just praying, setting some time aside aside to just pray for God to give you peace and for him to bring clarity to whatever the decision is that you need to make. And sometimes when you're praying, you might not get the answer at the moment of the prayer. Sometimes it might come while you're driving or, you know, while you're cooking or something. And then all of a sudden you get this peace that just resonates in your heart. Like, wow, this is the direction I'm supposed to go. I just keep, you know, getting this revelation or just hearing God encourage you that this is the the direction. And sometimes that doesn't happen until we, re- we remove distractions that are convoluting what God is speaking to us. Another thing is when we are making decisions, it's important not to make announcements to every person, to every single friend or to every single coworker about decisions you need to make. Because you understand that because God is not the author of confusion, the author has to be the enemy. He is the enemy. The the author 
the author of confusion is the devil. He is the father of lies. He's a deceiver. And if he can get us in a state of confusion, he can get us out of the will of God. So this is why we have to guard our hearts, our minds, our peace, and just be mindful of how the enemy will operate to keep us in a state of confusion. And he will operate through getting us to covet something that is not for us. Um, He will try to influence um, impatience. You know, we have a flesh and we also have self-control. So even if the enemy is trying to create these lies to say, oh, you have to go or you have to do this. If you don't, you're going to miss out. You know, all that rushing and questioning God's will, that's the enemy trying to get us off course, keep us off the path of God. And so we know that God doesn't keep us in the state of confusion. That's the enemy. And when we can recognize what the enemy is doing, we won't give heed to it. We will shut it down. We will resist him with the word of God. So another thing, um, a lot of people dream and dreaming, you know, God revealed a lot of things to people through dreams, but we don't want to reduce all of our decisions to just dreams because, you know, something came in your mind, you, you dreamt about it, or, um, you, you, there were two dreams that were consistent in that you really want to make sure that your dreams are in line with what God is confirming in your spirit, you know? Because sometimes if you think about something long enough, or if you saw something, it could just pop up in your dream. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that that was in the subconscious. And that's one of the things I've learned that just because I had a dream doesn't mean that that's God's will. Because the subconscious can also create dreams. Dreams that a lot of times don't even make sense to us, but the subconscious is working like that. And but God does speak to people through dreams so I do want to make you know make sure we're clear on that so we don't want to discount dreams but we don't want to solely depend on a dream for confirmation from God because sometimes dreams can confuse a person if they have a dream of something but yet God is leading them in a different direction when you have to make decisions It's important to not be in the height of an emotion or feeling when you are making the decision. You know, first, I'll just give an example. Like if a person is deciding that they want a particular house that they're looking at, they've been meditating on this house, they see all the qualities, all the attributes of the house that they want, the the amount of bedrooms, the, the layout, the color, everything. And they assume because it has everything they've been looking for, that that must be the house that they're going to get. And so sometimes we can get ahead of God by seeing things that are so similar to what we want. And we think that, well, that must be because this is the closest it's closest um, it has been to the, the characteristics that the person wants, right? So that can be a state of confusion too because we see something that looks just like what we want 
I mean, this could be a relationship, this could be a job, but the thing is, is that because God is so far ahead of us, because he knows the beginning from the end, he knows what's to come. So for instance, the person sees that home, they want that home, and they think it's theirs because it has all the qualities that they're looking for. And they rush to make a decision, not knowing that there's foundation issues. And we can even apply that to our own lives. Like we can focus so much on the surface and forget about the foundational issues in our lives that can cause confusion. Like just even being grounded in the things of God, allowing him to just be the Lord in all areas of our lives. Now, if God sees a foundation issue in the house, and of course he would know because he knows everything, nothing's hidden from him. But yet God's trying to get someone's attention that this house is not for you. I know you have plans to get this, but there's a foundation issue that will cost you thousands of dollars to fix. And so he, a lot of times brings that, he'll, you know, Holy Spirit, might cause an unsettling in a person's spirit when it comes to moving forward because of what is known in the spiritual realm that something is not right. And so this is how God helps us to have clarity when we stay in fellowship with him. And we don't focus so much on what we want and our timing, but we're more focused on God's will, God's timing, and his plans because we know that If it is his plan, it will prevail. It might not prevail in our timing, but it will prevail as he sees fit. So this is what we want to do. Not focus on what we want at the moment because we can truly convince ourselves this has to be it. But God's like, no, it doesn't. Because he he can supernaturally uh, cause anything to happen when he wants to. So we... We should not put God in a box. We should not think, well, just because it looks like this, this has to be it. Like, God is so amazing. When I say he can just just cause things to happen in just like a blink of an eye, he does. So, But it takes faith for us to even walk into what, what that is. We can sabotage whatever it is by limiting him, being distracted by, you know, coveting or what the flesh is wanting at the moment. But it's very important to just spend time with him so that we're actually hearing from him and not what our emotions are wanting at the time. So just to kind of have clarity of when God is speaking to us, he's going to lead us. You know, we're not going to feel forced. We're going to feel leading. We're going to feel encouraged. We'll feel comforted. So when we're making decisions, a lot of times we're going to feel comfort in the decisions. Sometimes we won't, depending on um, where our faith is, where where our insecurities are, if there is some fear of what God's doing, because sometimes he stretches us and there's some discomfort. So that doesn't mean that that's the enemy, but it's the stretching of the unknown and and that type of thing. It can cause a person to be uncomfortable, but it does not mean it's not the will of God. But a lot of times 
when he's trying to confirm things, there there is a comfort after just spending time and focusing on him and not the situation at hand. Because that's what causes the distraction, making an idol over the decision. Okay, so he he encourages, he comforts, he gives us peace. And and then the Holy Spirit, like, he'll convict us. Like, if something is out of line, there will be conviction. There's only so far you can go without there being conviction. Now, sometimes there's not conviction because we've made an idol out of it. And so we're convincing ourselves this has to be God. And so we might not take heed to the conviction. And this happens for a lot of people. Now, the enemy, on the other hand, he will cause worry Um, He'll prompt, he'll influence fear. And this is why I'm using the word influence because the enemy doesn't make anything. He doesn't make us do anything. We open the doors to it when we meditate on the lie. So we get a thought. We can either take the thought captive or let it take nest in our minds and meditate on it. And then all we have is worry and fear. But if we take that thought captive and make it obedient to the word of God, guess what? It no longer has a hold on us because we're not meditating on it, meditating on it. So this is how we know he's, he's causing this confusion. We're fearful. We're worried. We feel impatient. We feel like we have to make a decision right away. Um, like, what if, what if this doesn't happen? Or if someone else, you know, that's all wrapped up in the enemy. Because one thing I do know, the way God operates is what he has for us is for us. We don't have to manipulate the situation. We don't have to take anything by force. He is the beginning. He's the author and the finisher. He's the creator. And I think a lot of times we minimize what he is able to do. And because we have not relinquished all everything to him surrendered control we find ourselves feeling like we have to control every element we have to manipulate situations to make something happen versus trusting God and that's what brings confusion when you're wanting something and you don't see it happening in your timing and then you have you don't have clarity because there's distractions of idols So in order to maintain clarity, we have to also maintain, we have to protect our peace. We have to be content with God, your timing. Your timing is perfect. Sometimes we have to speak that and believe it. Your timing, God, your timing is perfect. No matter what's going on around me, your timing is perfect. As you keep saying it and believing it and living it out, the enemy cannot confuse you. He cannot come and bring his little strategies because we're believing the living word of God. The word of God is living and active. And we understand that God is not going to prompt us to be confused. That's the enemy. So when we know that whatever God has for us is for us, we don't have to strive to to get it all we have to do is do what he's called us to do to be in position for it keep him first not whatever it is keep him first and not whatever we're thinking about when he is over it just like how he indicated 
his plans will prevail, there's a different kind of flow. It's a flow that's very supernatural. I mean, not to say that you won't have challenges here and there, but the challenges you get through them. So God's flow is so different when we're in his will. He indicated his purposes prevail because he is going to provide. He's going to, uh, he's going to um, create the pathway and his timing. So when it's God, we, you know, he'll convict us for on certain things to get back on course. Whereas when it's the enemy, we have this, this condemnation. We feel bad when something doesn't happen in our timing. And, and that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to get us at a place of depression and defeated and worry and fear. And that, that is not of God. So in Psalms 119, 133, so 119, 133, order my steps in thy word and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. So when we, when God steps, when, when he orders our steps, it, it gives us, it gives us this comfort that even the enemy's influence to cause confusion won't have dominion over me because I'm allowing God to order my steps, not my flesh. A Psalms 37, 23 the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. Here we have it again, ordered by God. So this, this, this all involves his timing, being in a place of peace, being in a place of contentment, understanding that God's will doesn't necessarily mean right now. So that brings clarity. God's will does not mean right now. And if we want to protect our clarity and our peace, we have to make sure we're not uh, sharing all of this confusion with others. Because what it does, it, it brings more confusion. If you have one or two accountability partners who are mature in the things of God, those are individuals who you can share with, who can pray with you on behalf of the information but at the end of the day whenever we have a decision we should always go to God first always he's the one we have a relationship with when we find ourselves going to somebody else before God what what that's telling him is that he's not enough that you need you need somebody else to tell you how to make decisions other people can help us stay accountable, to stay on course, to confirm what he has already shared. But when we're depending on another person to instruct every single thing in our lives and to hear from God for us, that's a maturity issue. So this is not to bring condemnation, but there is, we have to get to the point where we're hearing from God ourselves, that we're really spending time with him, that Holy Spirit is convicting us when we're off track, that we're not so quick to 
to share what God's revealing. Even if you have a prophetic gift, it's not for you to share every single dream, every single vision, every single thing God's revealing to you to another person or to the person. It has to be in God's timing so that whatever his plan is will prevail. And that is just using wisdom and discernment. So if you have an issue or if something's on your heart, that doesn't mean, let me call so-and-so, let me tell them. And now they're saying one thing. And then you say, well, let me call one more person. Now they're saying something else. And then you might say, well, let me just call this other person. And now they're saying a third different response to whatever you're dealing with. Now that confusion even revved up more. So it's very important to use discretion, wisdom, discernment, be in a place of just waiting on God and not feeling like you need a response right away because of the impatience, because that will bring on even more confusion. When we get in a place of just trusting God and say, okay, God, maybe I need to fast and and consecrate my flesh so that I can hear from you better. That should be maybe the first step before calling three people. Say, you know what, God, I'm just going to take this day to fast and get before you and pray. Pray and fast. Shut down any social media or whatever it is. It could be distractions, maybe hanging out, spending so much time around just, you know, so many different people. Just get before you and spend time with you and just hear your voice pertaining to this decision. When we do that, we have more clarity. We have less distractions and we have more clarity. We just take the time to be patient and just spend time with him. We'll find peace and clarity in our decisions. And the last verse I have here is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. This scripture right here, it just goes to show that we have to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and to not lead on our own understanding. When we lean on our own understanding, there's going to be a place of confusion. But when we trust God with all of our hearts, trust his timing, trust his ways, and that we're not leaning on our own understanding, which could be very natural, very surface, very controlled. That's the natural understanding. But in all of our ways, if we acknowledge him and submit all of our ways to him, he will lead our path straight, which is clarity. A straight path is clarity. And the enemy doesn't like that. The enemy wants us to stay confused. He wants us to be in the cycle of what we always done, which would be, you know, for some people just calling everyone or telling everyone every struggle they have, every decision they make. And now the confusion has increased. He he wants us to acknowledge him in all we do, not acknowledge five different people, acknowledge him in all we do. And he will lead our path straight. This is so beautiful. This is why we have a personal relationship. We can hear from the Father and he'll bring clarity. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for who you are. We thank you for your word. 
We thank you for choosing us and giving us an opportunity to have a personal relationship with you, which will allow us to just really hear from you and take heed to what you're instructing us to do. We thank you for giving us clarity and letting us know that we don't have to succumb to the lies of the enemy. We don't have to be in a state of confusion and that we can close the doors and windows in every decision that we have to make and that we can just draw close to you so that you can speak to us directly. We thank you for giving us access to you through your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for loving us unconditionally, providing grace and mercy, Lord, when we get off track and reminding us of the purpose and plans that you have for our lives that prevail, Lord, when it's in your will. We give you the glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, you all, be encouraged and reminded that there is nothing impossible with God. Thank you.